One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings, and welcome back to Space Trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Mulshine. And it's a slow week. We're going to talk about Maestro, I guess. I get, did you finish? No, did you? I didn't finish. I didn't finish. Yeah. How how far did you get? Um, not that far. I put it on last night before I fell asleep, but um, I I you know I didn't really get past. I I got basically to like the entrance of Carrie Mulligan. I was mostly just with the gay stuff at the beginning. Oh my god, you watched like none of it. I watched like none of it. That's why I texted you first thing this morning. Like, should I just do this or not? And you were like, eh, not really. I will watch. I have a feeling that long term I will like it. We can do a proper maestro review if you guys want that. But I don't know. I guess for me, it's like the minute that I saw that it was over two hours long, I was immediately annoyed. Then as it began, I don't know. Maybe this should be Patreon because I, I have some unsavory things to say. But like, I just... Something about the pressure of watching a highly publicized, they're trying to get me to watch. And it's like, it's like more than two hours long. I'm I'm like annoyed by it already. I know. Prestige movies are too long now. I don't know why yeah. we're doing this. It's very weird. Is it because it's released on Netflix and not theaters? And then it's like, goes back to the point that you were trying to make with the like, why was the Beckham doc for episodes? It's like, is Netflix just trying to keep us streaming? Like, I, I don't... Why would it be that long? I mean, yeah, there's no need. And the long so, how long, far did you get? I have only 27 minutes left. Oh wow. Okay. So, like, I'm sorry, I did not. So I got about five properly. and a half hours in. No, I- <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, like the the 15 minutes I watched felt like 30. So, like, that's appropriate. Right. So the log line on Netflix was: it's a look at a complicated marriage with a between him and his wife. And I'm like, complicated, you get from the beginning. He gay. You gay, you gay. And he gets, it, that's why I was like annoyed with it already. Cause I'm like, oh, is this just like a way for Bradley Cooper to like show us that he's, I mean, I, I guess it was, it was in her close friend stories only. So I will not reveal who it was, but somebody was like watching my show with my mom. And the first question she asked is, is Bradley Cooper bisexual? And I'm like, yeah, why, like, I don't know. I feel like if you get cast in a gay movie, it's a little bit different than being like, I'm going to write and direct my own gay movie. It's like, is this like, is it, it like, I also am annoyed with how he's using his daughter in the press. So already I'm just like, Bradley, what are you doing? What's going on? What's perfect, okay. though, as we enter Capricorn season, Bradley Cooper, Capricorn son. Oh, perfect. I did not really. Oh, my God. We have. so. Can you believe? 
I love him so much. I'll get into all of the details. We're both, I didn't know he was a Capricorn. We're both from Philly, both born in oh. Philly. Oh. So like, I have so many thoughts about the class, the class physics of this film and why he okay, made okay, this film. Yeah. But I, I think I also love that he cast his young daughter in it because I think child stars, children should not be acting. And it bothers me when I'm bothered by the kid stuff. It bothers me when like the only time an, a Nepo baby is acceptable as mm-hmm. my own Nepo baby screams at my teat right now. Nepo baby to be. The only time a Nepo baby is acceptable is when they're children because they could be traumatized by it. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> Say that's more, time, but that's a really funny thought. <laughs> that's the only time it's okay for an actor or director to cast their own child in the film. I think it's dirty when they yeah, cast I agree. A, I agree. a different kid to, to play their own kid. Because it's like, you know this is exploitative. You know this kid should be in fucking school. Cast your own goddamn kid. Why are you making somebody else wheel their kid to set when they should be learning the times tables cast your own damn kid so i agree well well what i'll say real quick i also agree because i think in a way the other way that nepo babies get fucked up is that their kids are or their parents are always like on set working it's a way to actually spend time with your kid right that like in lieu of a nanny just be in the movie and this is not going to be a star turn for the kid like she she was just in one scene smiling you know what i mean yeah 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 i do I do appreciate that because I'm like, don't make someone else's kid clock in and get a union card for your. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it does seem like what this is, is a passion project. No, this is Oscar bait. Well, but isn't that Capricorn son Bradley Cooper's ultimate passion? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. 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 Like he's like, I'm not actually gay, but I will be gay for an Oscar. That's how much I want it. Right. I don't think this film says anything to us about his actual sexuality. And I'm not just saying that because it's considered now it's not, to a, speculate. it's not acceptable, right? Lol. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the, it, it goes back to Tropic Thunder. Like you have to play gay or special needs to get nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. Period. But now it's gay is the only way because now you can't play special needs. You cast someone special needs. Right. And that's another question that I'm sure is going to come up. Like, why was this taken away from a gay actor? Why was a gay actor not cast? Because now they're, they do that with everything now. So, okay. There's this line in a New York Times story about the film that says Bernstein long grumbled that he wished he could compose when all the world wanted was more of the, of his conducting and West Side story burdened him as he sought fame for his more serious music. Now, this is exactly why. I mean, I don't even think Bradley Cooper realizes this. West Side story is Bradley Cooper's the hangover. It is. (laughs) <laughs> it's That's a mas- so funny it's a masterpiece that he is ashamed of the way that leonard bernstein is ashamed of west side story because he thought that west side story was too lowbrow well imagine if he could have seen the hangover this whole thing bradley <laughs> cooper's whole career is him atoning for the hangover and it's like that's bro, so funny and it's like right he's never gonna top the hangover the hangover was good it's actually, and it like stands the test of time. It's like, it's like a genuine classic. Yeah. And like, yes, yeah. it's offensive, but like, who so cares? funny. So I, I feel like that's why he picked it. This, this movie is, it starts out, the first scene 
is imagine if Bradley Cooper had gotten famous for something classy and highbrow. And let's just watch the, <laughs> let's watch it play out instead of the hangover. Imagine if he was famous for an orchestra, conducting right. an orchestra, Carnegie Hall. Like imagine if he never had to debase himself into doing like cheap Asian jokes on the hangover. You know uh, what I mean? Oh, that's interesting though. I see what you're saying though. You're, and it's really a very, on this first day of Capricorn season, it's a very Capricorn thing where he's basically like, maybe that's why he was interested in this story because he's like, Oh yeah. Like if I could just start over and do my own fantasy biopic, like it, I would, I just was like a sub one day in Carnegie Hall and like they loved me. They really loved me. Exactly. If I didn't have to have a Mike Tyson cameo in my first big film, you know? I'm trying to remember what was Bradley, was The Hangover? Like, what was his debut? Like, first big hit was The Hangover. That was when right. he became like the cool guy that right. like, every bro wanted to be. Before that, he was often a villain. Remember in Wedding Crashers, he's the asshole yeah. fiance of Rachel McAdams. Yes. And yes. stuff like that. His best performances, I would say, are a little manic. And I feel like in Maestro, he's playing that down a little bit, even though, because I guess he doesn't want to do like a gay caricature, even though Leonard Bernstein was widely known to be a flamboyant character. I feel like he's he's playing it down a little to be more. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's just I feel like it's I don't, I don't know. know. The first scene opens perfect. with him drumming on a guy in bed's ass. So, like, it's pretty good. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> gay is not flamboyant like it does have like right right true often true, true. go hand in hand like that is a flamboyant scene when he dresses up suddenly as a sailor which i couldn't tell if that was a dream ball a mini dream ballet or not like, I right i i, really I, I want to say this i have seen some of the the clips being shared so like i'm not totally foreign to the film but like i just kept falling asleep he does coke later on you should watch that part he's okay, killing great. it he's got this new silver fox hairdo and he's doing coke <laughs> and he and he does it on a mirrored surface and he lifts the little tray over his head and he's like, just do it off this. Like, don't even take <laughs> it out of my hands. <laughs> Which is like a funny, mo weird moment. And then there's also like, it's just Bradley Cooper is so, so funny. Like Silver Linings Playbook, funny. Like, right. That's what I was trying to remember. Right. Silver Linings Playbook, I feel like was his like serious, like Hangover yeah. was his like intro debut. And then Silver Linings Playbook was him being like, no, I'm deep though. Yeah. And he was funny in that. And he was like, go birds. It was good. It was a great good. movie. So, yeah. but in this, like, there's, I, I feel like he's funny and things come off as visual gags and as punchlines in this that I don't know if they're supposed to or not. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, there's one scene where he and his wife are fighting and, um, there, it's a really far away shot. And the whole time you're watching this argument, you're like, why is this all one shot? Why is it so far away? What am I supposed to be getting out of this? Cause it's like, a linchpin of the film. It's like, this is like a really important fight and a, an important scene. And they're not doing close-ups on either person's face. It's like, you feel very distant from the action. And then after they stop fighting, the Sno a Snoopy balloon goes by and you realize it's the Thanksgiving day parade. And it's just like, huh? What? Like, yeah. it's funny. And you're like, is this supposed to be funny? I don't think it's supposed to be funny. I think this whole movie is supposed to be like dead ass serious. I think that anytime you're doing a piece about a Broadway man, 
it's all sort of like vaudevillian in a way because like anybody that's a Broadway man like isn't that serious you know what I mean like yeah, there's something yeah. so it, like like what struck me from the beginning and I, again I really only watched the beginning and yeah we can come back after I watch I will have opinions I am sure but like what struck no, me from we the don't top need was to come back and you okay, don't need well, to watch the whole yeah thing. you guys. I mean, I probably will just like I do love the theater, and I love. I also like. Oh, it's it's Bernstein. Let's let's like watching. Oh yeah, I didn't know that either. It's like finding out like it's not the Bernstein Bears, it's the Bernstein Bears. Like now I'm like, oh, it's Leonard Bernstein. Like okay, but um, so like already I've learned a lot. But like I don't know, I felt like the whole (laughs) thing was like like he was like like you know the open like after he like smokes at the piano at the beginning. It's like, you know, we come, we, we backtrack to like a young man in bed with a man. And it's so like, like you can sort of hear the like tap, the tippity taps of the tap dancing going on. And it's like the whole thing is going to be musical theater esque, even if it's not a musical, but it's it is a musical, not, but it's not a musical. It gets even less musical theater esque as you go on. Like I think listeners should know that Sarah is in black and white right now. The film that was stopped. on purpose. That I was know, my I one, that was my one like, um, offering since I didn't finish watching past the black and white part. I love it. Um, I, I was, I wasn't sure why he did it because then he drops it like midway through the part way through the movie. He kind of the whole movie because it goes through basically the whole 20th century from the forties up until like, I guess maybe the early nineties. I don't know, but I'm guessing because now I'm in the eighties. Um, and I have 27 minutes left, but it, it kind of reflects what looking at a hard copy of any film from that era would look like instead of mm-hmm. going back and being HD in the forties we're black and white in the forties. And then in the seventies, it's sort of grainy and sepia toned. Like it, it, it right. looks like each era that it is. And I right. don't know what is the point unless Bradley, like me just loves to traipse across the eras, the decades of the 20th century and just gets a kick out of what stuff looked like. I don't know. So I did do more reading on it than watching of it. And that was one of the things basically like I read something that was saying that he was trying to capture like the movement of his career through the times. And so every era looks like that era, like anything made from that era would look like the era that he was portraying in the film. And so they're showing, they're trying to show the breath of time over the breath of but like, um, why styles. unless you just I I want to get like, an Oscar? Why unless you want to get an Oscar? He just likes that, you know what I mean? I mean, I just feel like it was purely a design choice because it doesn't really hammer home. I mean, you can do that with hairstyles. Do you know what I mean? Right. But here's the thing. Okay, well, this is where the astrology does get kind of interesting because, in lieu of watching the entire film, I just kept falling asleep. Like basically at the entrance of I don't like Carrie Mulligan, so I don't know. I mean, she's fine. Why is she in every Oscar bait film? Like, what is the hold she has over movie dorks? I don't understand it. I mean, is it because she's clearly dorky? I guess, like, she feels attainable for the men who make these films. I don't know. I love thinking of her as, like, a secret casting couch whore. (laughs) Picture her in Mrs. Bernstein voice being like, why don't I suck your dick before we have this conversation? And then she... (laughs) pulls their pants down with their teeth <laughs> that is funny i feel like <laughs> it can't be true it cannot be i don't true. know it's definitely not true and i think the, <laughs> it's just she reminds them of the girl that would talk to them in high school maybe right it's like she she like is attainable yeah she feels attainable like her as daisy buchanan in the great gatsby made zero sense whatsoever oh, that should have like it was so wrong it was so wrong and i love that movie i really do but it just it it made no sense i was like 
what? Are we looking at the same person? She's just, this isn't her. It was like Maggie Gyllenhaal being the love interest in The Dark Knight. It was just like, huh? Right. That's so funny that you say that because the first thought I had, I literally thought, would Maggie Gyllenhaal be better in this? And then I was like, no, maybe, but no. Like, for some reason, she and Maggie Gyllenhaal, um, I'll pull up her chart too, but like, they do have like a similar something, but Maggie Gyllenhaal is just like slightly more sexy and cool about it. Yeah, but maybe. Still, they still both don't quite do it for me. As the film continues, Carrie has an element of like battle weariness that becomes more and more fun and okay. interesting to watch. Like she's mm-hmm. so she's over his shenanigans and, and that's kind of fun. I feel like in general, she comes across as like weary from battle. Maybe that's why she was cast, because like I feel like she does come across like just tired from the war. Yeah, 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 yeah. Last thing I want to say real quick about Carrie Mulligan. One of the only things I find interesting about her do you know that she dated Shia LaBeouf? 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 I always say it wrong. But can you believe they dated? What an odd couple. Wow. What's their age difference? Uh, let's see. I guess. Okay. So she is born in 85. So maybe not that much. He's our age, right? I don't know. Let's. I'm going to find out. Wow. Anyway. I thought she was about 49. Right. She comes across. She has just like a very weathered feel. Was she in? Did you ever see Little Voice? I feel like I liked her in Little Voice if that was her, but I I tend to get people wrong now that I'm that I'm unmedicated. But um, <laughs> uh, but uh, let me just see. Shia LaBeouf age. He's thirty seven. He was born eight. So they're the same age. She seems decades older than him. Yeah, she does. And it, I'm not saying looks. I'm not saying wrinkles. It's just no, vibe. no. It's just vibe. Vibrationally, she's she's an ancient. Yeah. But not in like a, not in like in like I'm an ancient and like I'm back to like lead the people way. She's more of an ancient in a like, why are you like crippled so young, even though you're not even crippled? She's just like got a frump, a frump, a spiritual frump. Yeah, yeah. I guess is why she gets all these Oscar bait roles. Like she kind of contains multitudes. She she gets a certain vibe across with that before she's even said anything. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We're now making yeah, she the case. does yeah. This is why I loved Sarah Silverman just popping up in decade apparel every couple minutes yeah. just to be like, my brother sucks and then go away again. And and then she pops back up again in the 80s to be like, did you know my brother sucks? Like, I just <laughs> I really liked that. I wanted her character to have a spinoff. I was like, this I care about. Back to Bradley Cooper. I do feel like this whole film is him atoning for being Philly trash like me. We are Capricorns. We are from uh-huh. Philly. We are Birds fans. This is the classiest thing an Eagles fan has done since Ben Franklin invented bifocals. That's so funny. Like, he is doing something. Like, I see what he's doing. I see what he's doing. But I don't know if it's being pulled off. Because... I don't know. Like, yes, you're hitting it. You're you're doing this highbrow Hollywood biopic. And then my other question, and I think his chart will tell us this, and I can answer it myself just by virtue of the fact that I am also a Capricorn. He keeps making these, what they used to call in the 20s, backstagers. He makes these movies like A Star is Born and Maestro, his two directorial films. They are depicting people in showbiz. And there's And it's like, why is he so obsessed with this? It's a pretty boring topic. It's like when a musician gets successful and all their songs are about touring or a comic gets successful (laughs) and all their jokes are about the airport. It's like, no one cares. But the reason why I think he keeps making them is because the Academy cares because the Academy. That's exactly right. It's like a jerk off. It's like a jerk circle. Yeah. Circle jerk. They are. Circle jerk. (laughs) Jerk circle. 
Fuck, <laughs> I I need drugs. Drug no, me. I like Jerk Circle better because it also works. It's it's like a like the Academy wants to believe every person in the Academy wants to believe that when they die, someone's gonna make a visually stunning biopic about their complicated genius. So if you want, right. <laughs> Why did La La Land sweep the Oscars? That movie sucked. If I never heard Emma Stone sing again in my life, that'd be fine. Yeah, it was just, oh, there's a musical about us. I love it. Like, that's, right. that's what the Academy said. You know, like, showbiz in L.A., we're in. But so I just wish that he would. I hope that after this, because I don't think it's going to get that money Oscars. I think it's going to get makeup for sure such an insult to him in a way because it's like the one thing that he like he maybe like cashed the makeup person but it's like right i yeah like i think the whole point of this is for him to at least get something and it might go to everyone else yeah i don't <laughs> think he's, he's not gonna get acting for this he's not gonna get directing for this like there were a lot of shots that were like sort of felt like film school 101 like just yes. being covered by a wall for no reason and the Snoopy reveal where you're just like, yeah, you've done something different here that wouldn't be the immediate like thing that a director would do. But that doesn't necessarily make it like good or revolutionary. You know, one of the reviews I read that did entice my interest because I was like, why is Snoopy such a big part of the film? Did he invent Snoopy? no. Huh. No. So why is Snoopy why why is Snoopy like a, a, a like a third lead in the film? Is he? I just saw the the balloon go by. Some one of the one of the things I read about it was like I don't know it was like something really making like a deep Snoopy connection. It was like what you don't realize is what an important role Snoopy plays in the film. And I was like, what is this movie? I'm like, oh my god! I wonder Snoopy, if that was. A, how I wonder if Snoopy that was be? also a joke. Oh my gosh! So it's actually like even the reviews are tonally mirroring the film which is like is it a joke (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so funny i just feel like bradley between this and a star is born more than anything he wants us to know that he's not just an actor from philly who does whatever he gets cast for right he wants us to know that he can sing he wants us to know that he can dance and that he has a twinkle toes and that like he actually is a director which is such i mean he is a capricorn sun libra moon so this totally tracks because he wants us to know that yes he is a star and he is prestige but the real prestige comes from libra moon like doing it all okay he's not just one thing he's the director and the star is there anything in his chart that will reveal to us when is he going to stop making these showbiz biopic type things or remakes stars born was a remake like the thing about bradley and the thing about me and the thing about all capricorns is if we want to soar, we have to unclench a little bit. We have to. Right. That's get very in evolved touch. of you, Mal. Thank you. We have to get in touch with our darkness, our dark humor. That's being right. Weird. Flying your freak flag. David Bowie was a Capricorn. Like that is how you do it. Not by putting out these rote films that are designed in a lab to get Oscars because it's not going to work. He's a Sag rising with Mars, like right at the beginning of his chart. Also with his North Node. I see where biopic is interesting to him because he's like, I can take it on. And like the adventure of playing someone else. And like he has his son and his Mars in the first house. So he really is like an I, me guy. He wants to be the star and the director. And he wants to take on chat. I, I do think like I've heard a lot of actors. I do watch the actors on actors thing and put a pin in that. I have a funny thing to share. 
about Bradley and his actor on actor with Emma Stone. Speaking of which, but, share it now. Like, I'd rather. I. I it's, it'll be well, more there's this maestro. Well, there's this funny clip of their variety, like actor on actor interviews, and every time he speaks to her, he closes his eyes, and she calls him out on it, and she's like, "Bradley, like, why are your eyes closed?" And he's like, "Well, something I've realized about myself." over the last few years is that like I think better when my eyes are closed and so he does the whole interview with his eyes closed oh god <laughs> I was like whoa who do that in real life what are you searching for in it's there it's pretentious how would you find that out about yourself you're like you know what let me try to do this with my eyes closed you know that that, that saying like they could do that with their eyes closed is like is he flexing is this like first house Capricorn flex well like, it's also funny because it's like you're not gonna shed the hunky bro idiot image by having to close your eyes in order to think right especially when you're talking to like a beautiful woman <laughs> like you it's it it's not like smart i don't know i love him so i don't funny. want him to be doing these i don't want him to be a weirdo i actually don't love him really something about him I, i'll tell you what in watching the first 15 minutes of the film although even this morning when i tried to start watching again i fell asleep again but like you know, he it's the same thing that I feel about Ryan Reynolds, where it's like, you should be, like, objectively, you should be, like, hot. But, like, something about, in sort of a Taylor Swift way, like, something about him is just, like, not hot. He's a little bit cheesy. Like, he's, oh, I don't yeah, know, there's something. with a lot of actors, I feel. It's like, why, why Male isn't he hot? I, I can't put my finger on it, but there's something, like, ah, about him. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I can't explain it better than that because now I'm a slow-minded person. But like, I, I do you know what I mean? Like, as the only way I can like sort of just like he just comes across and like I feel like living with him. Like I just feel like he's like maybe like whiny. Like I feel like okay, so he has his he's a sad rising with Mars basically conjunct his rising. So he is like I know in terms of his personality, like he is like fighty. Like he's like, I will write and direct. like he'll push against anything. Like he, he kind of likes to like be in a fight a little bit. Capricorn sun, Capricorn Venus, Capricorn Mercury. The reason I think that he likes to do these like showbiz things is because it's like a double flex. Not only is he showing that he's showbiz and that he can actually be the like auteur of showbiz but i also think that in his mind he's like showbiz is the ultimate cool thing he also has his moon in libra but in the 10th house which is the capricorn house so he had i mean I, we didn't even plan on this we were like what are we gonna do let's riff today it's like he actually is like super capricornian like he has his moon in the capricorn house he has his son mercury and venus in capricorn i think like prestige is what gets him off like he is really into status power legacy like i don't know how in love with irina he ever was i don't think irina is a legacy pick though that's why they didn't work out irina just looked it up also a capricorn son so at, the, at when they first met he was like oh you could go the distance with me up the mountain and then low-key he was like well actually irina like you're a scorpio moon you're gonna want to like hold too much to the chest he's like no we got to be Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. 
Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Out there with the people. Irene is a Capricorn sun, but she's a Scorpio moon, so she's, like, out there presenting beauty, but, like, she's keeping a lot of things that we will never know about her to the chest. Yeah, I also don't think she is like yeah she's not legacy unfortunately capricorn she's not legacy but they are compatible she's a capricorn sun capricorn venus as well so i could see where they like clicked right away but i think Gigi's actually very legacy and i think astrologically she's a better match for him yeah i think that they could get married and be a power couple i really do i do too Gigi, we know is a taurus sun aquarius moon he is a Capricorn Sun, Libra Moon. So they are very much in alignment with what they want to project out into the public. And on an internal level, they're both kind of like air signs. Like they kind of can just like go do their work thing, connect telepathically. And like, it's not that deep, but it actually looks on the outside how they both want it to look, which makes them both feel really comfortable and prestigious. And she is a Capricorn midheaven. Her legacy is Capricorn. She's like, oh, you actually up my profile more than Zane boy band ass ever. Yeah. Zane pushed my mom. It's over. Yeah. 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 Zane was punching way above his weight in that relationship. Oh, my God. And just in terms of like importance in the culture, you know, right? Like, like I think she sees like, oh, Bradley could bring me to a level where like I am not just like the model at an Oscar party. I'm like with someone that was nominated. Yeah, and he is going to, I believe... Be nominated. Yeah, he's scrappy as fuck. Billy Capricorn, do not underestimate that combination. Because it's, like, scrappy trashy, but with the ability to sort of mimic this highbrow lifestyle and ape it in a way that gets you the accolades. That an actual classy person would not have you know, the cunning and the grit to actually achieve. His goal is probably to get best actor and best director in one year. He's going to do it. He needs to just, he's working. He's Capricorns. We build, we are long-term planners. We're climbing the mountain. This is, this is only the second movie he's directed. Which is a flex on his part for sure. Right. He's like, this is second grade. Like I'm not even a senior yet. Like he's going to do this over and over and over again. He's going to tweak the formula like by the time he doesn't have to wear prosthetics to look old, he's going to be one of the best. Yeah, I thought the aging makeup was actually incredible. I have to say, I do think makeup could win. Yeah, I do too. I thought, it th- and I want to just say for anybody that's like insulted on behalf of the Jews, he's an actor. Well, you're Jewish. We should say that. I think it's clear, just like even in my voice. But like speaking <laughs> speaking of Jew voice, Jew voice and Jew face, you're looking at a Jew face. You're talking to a Jew voice. I feel like he's just acting. I don't, I'm not insulted by his portrayal of a real life character that's his job as a person of big nose experience mm. who happens to also be a shiksa and a philadelphian and a philadelphian i don't like the prosthetic nose i think there are so many big nosed people in the world yeah, but then he couldn't cast himself as his own movie that's all he wants to do capricorn capricorn right but like don't get a nose job then you know what i mean like you think it's hollywood Probably. He's an actor. Like everybody in Hollywood gets nose jobs. And that's what bothers me when people are like, no, prosthetics are good. It's like, no, 
like you're going to chop your nose off and then you're going to put a silicone one back on so that you can look like one of the people, but then still have the perfect profile when you go on the red carpet to promote the movie. No, 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 no. If you want the accolades for having a big nose in the movie, you should have a big nose. Yeah, ride it out. Ride that to the top. Yeah. 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 Live the life. Live that life. You know? Well, and I think like Silverman's a good example because like a lot of Hollywood actors are like low key Jewish, but they've like changed their name so they don't just like scream Jew, which like, you know, if you're not talking to a room full of Jewish executives, they're going to like hold against you or like the American public is going to hold against you. I love that Sarah Silverman's like, no, I'm a Jew. I'm Silverman and my sister's a rabbi. Yeah. I like that about her. I mean, I like thinking about what like, I'm now going to search after this, like Bradley Cooper before and after nose jobs. Like, let's see. I love that Meryl never got a nose job. I do feel like she's one of the like OG keep me ugly actresses, which always means a lot to Meryl's me. Meryl's like, not ugly. She was never ugly. Well, she was, but she was ugly, like in a sea of girls with nose jobs. Right, right, right. She was. She does not girl. have Instagram face or even Instagram. She's not conventional. Yeah, she's unconventional. But she's I mean, striking. She is striking, and that's I don't all you know. I mean, you only need to be striking. I wish someone told me that when I was younger because I wanted a nose job for so long. Same. And- I all I went for like multiple consultations, and then when I got my deviated septum, my mother was like literally like holding her body like like she was like oh, like please don't change your face, please don't change your face, and so I was like. And the doctor even said to me, he's like, do you want me to shave off, like, the bump a little bit? And I was like, like, no, my mother will kill herself. I'm so sorry. Just keep it exactly as it is. Just in case new listeners don't know, your mom got a nose job. And right, and it. she's, like, haunted by it. And sometimes when she's mad at me, I feel like I'm just, like, the ghost of nose jobs past. But, like, <laughs> every once in a while, she'll be, like, staring at me. And I'll be like, what are you looking at? And she'll be like, I should have never changed my nose. And, again, for our last episode, I just want to remind her, your nose was way bigger than mine. <laughs> Uggo. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess I just feel like Bradley. Well, okay. What I want to say, read the Jewish thing. I think I've said it on a pod past and I want to take it back. Bradley's got an interesting thing going because there's, he's been rumored to be Jewish for a long time. Oh, I'm so glad you brought this up. And he's not. He is half Irish, half Italian, which is not even a little bit Jewish. Half Irish, half Italian is like that's like Philly DNA. Philly DNA. It is probably the best a white person can look. I would absolutely, say. which is why he's disappointing to me a little. Well, he has gotten some pretty weird work done recently. So you think Bradley Cooper's a plastic surgery? Oh my God, Sarah, you have to. Look I'm just up- not. I'm not like like up on but like now. Yeah, I'm literally. I'm gonna look right now before and after Bradley, like. There was a hot minute where he showed up on a red carpet and he looked so strange that it was uh, haunting. Wow. He would hate to hear that. Capricorns don't want to hear that. Yeah. Do you, did you find it? Oh, my gosh. You'll know I it. found it. Yeah, you'll know <gasps> when you see it. Wow. This is so interesting. Yeah, it made me really sad because he's Whoa. got a He's got a great face. Do not touch that thing, you know? I actually think he looked better before. Yeah. Or not, he, but but actually, per Merrill, he doesn't look better before. He looks more striking before. And I, I think, right, he, like, smoothed out all the... It's like he just, like, got the plastic surgery that's, like, make it, like, perma filter. 
Yeah, I don't know what he got. And as a connoisseur, it really bugs me. So I just pulled up an article that's talking about how the reason he got plastic surgery is because he was correcting the asymmetry in his face. I've seen the things too where it's like beauty is how how symmetrical you are. But as someone with a crooked smile and moving into the age of Aquarius, I don't know if that's true. And especially not for men. We want someone a little rugged. He looked nice and rugged before. That's what we liked about him. And then to to smooth that out is like, what do you think you're... What do you think your appeal is? Like, we're not you know looking for a smooth baby. Look at this before and after. The after he just sort of look. I don't know. Like, before he doesn't bother me as much. The after, I, I have a little bit of a nick. And I don't really, oh, I can't put my finger on what it is. That's not even the worst one. Oh. Sorry. Google Bradley Cooper weird face red carpet. Fuck yeah. Hold on. <laughs> I can't believe you even have that specific of an instruction. That's so funny. Because I'm sure uh, it will. I'm sure it will come up. I'm sure Bradley Cooper, weird face, red carpet. <laughs> okay, hold on. I think it was during the a Star is Born, because he was so hot in A Star is Born. Wait. Did you find it? Hold on. Wait. Well, it's, it's actually funny because so many things come up, and it's multiple red carpets. So I'm trying to find the one that you're referring to. Hold on. Is it this? Yes, that's it. All, like, it's like, actually, he looks more like Elijah Wood than ever. Yeah, he looks, I, I don't know if he got a face. Well, you know what it looks what? like? No, you know what it looks like? It looks like he got plastic surgery, but then he also has been, like, binge drinking. Like, he looks like me on a Monday after a bender. Well, he's, like, uh, his in- face is bright red. He's bloated. That's the thing. If you get plastic surgery, it doesn't really, like, overcompensate for if you're bloated from drinking. Yeah, that's, that's a hard truth. Yeah. You know, like, wow, yeah, look at this. Wow, he was so much hotter before. What but he's bummer. in recovery, so I don't think he drinks. Oh, well, maybe he was just doing, like, whippets under the counter or something. I don't know. He just <laughs> looks like, I'm in black and white, you can't see, but he looks specifically red-faced in this. Maybe he just has, like, a, a clogged day order or something from the years, but I don't know. Hold it up again. And actually, no, I'm sending this to you. I'm actually going to, because look at his eyes. He looks glassy-eyed. He's he's drinking. This is a picture of a drunk dude. Hold on, no, I'm sending he's... this to you right now. No, he he's in. Her, I I don't think he is. I think if anything, he would make a star is reborn. It's Bradley Cooper, but not as we know him during an appearance at the twenty eighth Screen Actors Guild Awards. On, no, he looks. Look at his eyes in this picture. I just sent you. He looks like he's been drinking. This is a picture of a guy who's been drinking. I think it's hey. someone who's probably on a cocktail of prescribed medicines. Okay, maybe I was. It takes one to know one, but that would also count. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but now since Florida. I'm a new woman, but I can't take any good medicines now that I'm breastfeeding. It really sucks. And they don't even prescribe them there. They won't even give me Wellbutrin. You have to be quitting smoking to to get Wellbutrin. It's almost like worth starting smoking just to get the Wellbutrin. Speaking of Capricorn, systems of government in this day and age are truly so interesting because it is all connected to like business. Even with this, you're like, why is Bradley continuing to do these showbiz-esque like either like recrees of the classics or biopics it's like because at the moment that is where the power is we want to see the evolution of power and power at the moment is only really fun to watch in hollywood it's dying fast though the fact that this came out on netflix two seconds after it had like a blink and you miss it theatrical debut and then it immediately came out on netflix is terrifying sign well, so okay, say more about that, but then I have a question about that. Netflix wants to kill 
movie theaters. And Taylor and Beyonce want to keep it. Taylor and Beyonce want to just do what will give them money, but yeah, they're like, just literally making money. You can Check buy the out. Taylor. You can buy the Taylor movie on Amazon Prime already. Like she doesn't care. She just did whatever I was algorithmically going to make her the most money. You know. But I listened back to our Taylor episode. And I just want to say, as a Capricorn Moon in Capricorn, I am so embarrassed that I didn't get that trickle down feminism was a joke. Now I like I, I listen back and I'm like you're an idiot, Sarah. Like yeah, I worried about like you. I was like you know I was literally listening back and I'm like I was like taking it really seriously and like I like didn't put the pieces together somehow sober and I I'm just really ashamed about that. And there are a few things I'm ashamed of and I'll address it at the end of the pod. But like or I guess I can say I'm now. No, let's but- go there. Let's go. Let's yes and what are you ashamed of? I'm sick of talking about this movie. I love Bradley okay. Cooper. I think this is a great outing from him. Okay. It's a, it, it's fun to it was it wasn't fun to watch. It's a great it's a great second grade effort from a yes, yes, a long term exactly. talented powerhouse who in the end is gonna come out on top because he's a Capricorn Libra. We know he's gonna get better and Capricorn better. House. Yes. Sorry, and he is gonna get that. better and better and better. Baby brag. No, okay. You wanna know the things I'm ashamed of? What'd you say, babe? Oh, great. I thought you were asking me, and I was like, oh, I'll tell you, babe. Oh, my God, go Eagles. Is she wearing an Eagles jersey? Fly, Eagles, fly. Oh, you sent me the picture on. Yeah, yeah, look at that picture. Doesn't he look fucking drunk? Look at his eyes. I don't think he looks drunk. What were we talking about? Look at his eyes. Look at his glasses. What I'm ashamed of. He just looks weird. He doesn't look drunk to me. He looks red faced and glassy eyed. Oh no! Maybe it's quaaludes. Yeah, like I think it's medicinal. I really do, and I think it's maybe he's high. Could he, could he be a stoner? California sober means you're high. And fillers. Lady Gaga has too much fillers too. God, it's Gaga. Well, yeah, but she's so lucky that she started like her. Our intro to her was like, "I'm wearing a meat suit," so it's almost like even if she looks like a robot or like some weird inflatable like sex doll by the end it's like yeah but she started in meat suit she's not gonna get weirder than that she she went with weird from the top so now it's like yeah whatever she's weird yeah you're right and also it's not like i mean i mean she's kind of yeah she she's what is it oh my god i cannot think of words sarah i have the brains of a baby same and i have the body of she's she's impervious impervious. i love that word to heterosexual male beauty standards because she's a gay icon so it's like filler schmiller you know like right yeah she's like make me look weird no one's trying to fuck me anyway yeah and i don't want (laughs) okay anyway what are you ashamed of tell us i guess maybe this is more patrons but i i would implore you all to join the patreon because that is really where we have good episodes not that these aren't good but they're great on the page but um in the megan and kate petty episode we said multiple times megan is acting like she comes from rags to riches and her mom's name is doria ragland and i'm really embarrassed that we didn't make the raglands to riches joke she came from raglands to riches oh but but that would be sort of offensive because we don't know like she's never really talking about her mom's side of the family. We don't, we have no idea what that is. But just the wordplay, the wordplay is just, it is good wordplay. It was right there for the taking. It was right there for the taking and I missed it. 
it's good wordplay, but people would have taken it the wrong way. Okay, so maybe I'm no longer ashamed. This is healing. Next. Yeah, don't be. Per our last Patreon, we were talking about Nikki Hilton, and you were like, she's got to be a Capricorn. Where is her Capricorn? I was ashamed listening back that I didn't think in the moment that because we don't have her exact birth time, we don't know her houses. So even though she's a double Libra, it's highly possible that she's either a Capricorn rising or a Capricorn midheaven or that her sun and her moon in Libra are in the Capricorn house. Because I okay, agree that she has a big Capricorn energy about her. Okay. Okay. Yeah. With those icy blue eyes, she's Capricorn rising for sure. She's got something, either Capricorn rising or Capricorn. Like Capricorn midheaven in a way would make more sense to me because it's like she married a Rothschild. Like Libra marriage, sun and moon in Libra in the 10th house of Capricorn. The, the like literal highest prestige last name you could have is Rothschild. Right. 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 So you don't my get guess that. would be Capricorn midheaven. Yeah, for sure. Um, there were a few other things. Now I wait. Hold on. I wrote them down. I'm like, where's my phone? I wrote them down. I wrote all the things I was ashamed about in 2023. How long was the list? Well, lucky for you, I'm not that organized, and so it's actually a little bit scattered. So I might not be able. We'll go to the Patreon. I'll organize it all. Um, it's all things that happened in the last week because you can't remember further back than that. Right, because now I'm unmedicated, and (laughs) there are more things I'm ashamed of, but I'm gonna get organized because it is the solstice and it's Capricorn season, and I'm a Capricorn moon, and so like when we do the Patreon, when we record the Patreon, um, I will share more of the things that over the year I regret in terms of just jokes we could have made. But what was the other one? Remember I wrote, I sent you one where I was like, put a pin in it. We got to make that joke. Some of, sometimes I listen back and I just think, God, Sarah, you weren't listening enough to really make. I think also it's hard because it's Zoom. So sometimes like there's a lag and then I like hear the joke after and then I'm like, oh, like I could have like acknowledged that joke better or riffed on it better. But it's OK. I forgive myself. We do now, a lot with what we've got, which is Zoom chemistry. And I think we which really, is actually good. Really? Yeah, I th- I think we nail it. I got I the nicest, say. I got the nicest message from friend of the pod, Betsy Carroll. Um, yesterday she, I haven't talked to her for a while, but she's a comic. She checked in with me. Wait, you want to, can I read this to you real quick? You're yes, love Betsy. We love you. Sexy Betsy. I don't know. Her. Oh, and next time we do a Kardashian episode, one of the things that she disclosed to me is that she's actually an expert on the Kardashians. So next time there's a news hit, I said, come on the pod. Oh, she's great. Sure. Comedian. And she's cool. She's like a coder and she sews like mermaid outfits. She's the best, but wow. she, Message me random Mad Libs that you just spit out. No, she's she's one of a kind. She's fucking one of a kind. Love that. Wait, Wait, do you want to just start with the Kardashian thing so that you're not reading your whole conversation? What did I say? I'll just screenshot this to you. It's just really nice. Just so that she doesn't feel like her whole thing was read. Not that anything bad happened, but just what was the Kardashian thing? Well, what I want to say is she's a Kardashian expert. So the next time that we have a Kardashian app, I said be our guest. But what she did say is that for the Britney episodes and who did Justin fuck in Vegas, she offered up pre-married Gwen Stefani. Oh. Thought I was a good guess. Okay. We're cooking mm-hmm. with gas now. Right? I was like, wow, Betsy, I'm going to relay that to the pod because that's a great guess. And like, thank you, Betsy, side note, for like actually delivering what we asked, which is like, hey, if you have a guess, if you yeah. if you think you know. um, Wait, I have, I have to say something. I think Pre the voice, I would have said no way Gwen Stefani would hang out in Vegas and bang Justin Timberlake. But now that she has, in fact, married Blake Shelton, it checks out. It checks. I agree. It checks out. I agree. And they were really like 
getting famous around that time. They were not married or dating yet. We know he was cheating on her either way. So I totally could see a an oopsie dalliance with Timberlake. Yeah. Someone else might have said Nicole Scherzinger, which like she, Pussycat Dolls was after that, but they were still a thing in L.A. Vegas circles. You know what I mean? Like they didn't release like, a single until years later, but it was like a party thing that people knew like, oh, these girls, they're like the new. It was like a Playboy Bunny type scenario. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but, like, per your point about whenever any, like, in that Britney episode, everybody go listen, starting at episode one, we were trying to figure out who Justin said he, like, smashed that night or something in Vegas one time. <laughs> he would he say something really corny. It was like, I hit that or something like, and. Boshes, <laughs> boshes. I hit that last night or whatever. And to, like, a backup dancer while he was dating Britney, like, literally. Did you see also, did you see what he did recently? He was at a concert and the intro to Cry Me a River came out. And then he said, no disrespect. And then he started doing the Nirvana lyrics over the Crimea River track where it was like, bah, 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 we're all just entertainers before crime. And, and everybody took it as like a message to Britney, like, no disrespect. We're all just silly entertainers. And then he did Crimea River. Well, we know that he thinks he's an entertainer. That's why he was playing the guitar while she was having his abortion. Like, Un- it's not a good bad. It's not a good excuse, Justin. Sometimes you need to not be an entertainer, like, you know, in your relationship, maybe. Right. And it's also like if you're too, if your repertoire is not good enough that you could just pull Cry Me a River out of the concert after the Britney autobiography, then you fucking suck. Yeah. Why don't you give us a new hit, you fucking douche? Yeah. Okay. I think that's a great place to end it on. We can talk Solstice next week because I got to go take care of my baby. That's such a great idea. Let's do solstice and astrology for the Patreon later. Yeah. If you want to learn more for real, for real about astrology, you've got to join the Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Space Trash Podcast. Last week, I talked so much shit about Paris Hilton that it has made me a better mother just through shame. (laughs) Because that is so Capricorn. Yeah. Well, Capricorns, this is what I'm telling you. I always tell you. I and all Capricorns are Michael Shannon in Boardwalk Empire (laughs) whipping themselves in the back with the belt. Like, I do these things. I go on the podcast and I talk shit about Paris Hilton's mothering skills, even though she's never been anything but kind to me. And then it literally it 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 eats literally met her twice and she was so nice and it just eats me alive for the rest of the week but hey it makes me pay more attention to my own baby cuz i'm like i don't want her to think i chose podcasting over her even though that's literally what i'm doing right now i saw the headline this morning was like bradley cooper promptly leaves press event for maestro because his daughter's school nurse called and is like is he just exploiting her and being like i'm a dad too think of all the things i do like why why is the kid now all of a sudden she was in one scene in the movie now she's on the red carpet with him cute but now it's like gotta end this quick the school nurse called it's like can the nanny go can the mom go what do you what do you mean you gotta go right now we never heard of her before why do we need that information why can't it be we there's just something happened Thank you all. I got to go. See you later. Now he's like, I got to go. My kid's nurse call. The kid's school nurse call. That's like, I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah, it's definitely not the kind. It's 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 beneath him to use the kid in that way. And I'm sure he doesn't think he's using the kid because the thing is, like, once you have a kid, they're just part of your life. You're not thinking in terms of like, like when people post their kid on social media, it's not because they're like, this will get likes. It's because they're like, oh my God, my, for me, I'm like, oh my God, my baby is amazing. I want to share this with the world. But then someone from the outside looking in could be like, 
wow, Molly's really using her kid in between all of her other fucked up shit she posts on social media to post pictures of this baby that's so messed up. Like, they could say that, but I'm just like, this is my day. Like, I'm thinking about weird shit, posting it, and also I have a really cute baby around me all the time. So, like, it's you might not be using the kid on purpose, but it comes across that way because we're talking about something so stupid, which is the entertainment industry, and he's pulling his kid along with him for it. And it feels cheap, I guess. It and feels he's not doing cheap. It, on... it feels cheap is exactly what it is. Yeah. And he's not, I don't think he's doing it on purpose. I don't think it's just I... like, like I'm not, I'm like, give us all the eye, but this is like TMI. Cause it's just like, stop. It's like, who? like, it's like, yeah, not, stop. that's not like I a feel... news hit. Stop. I feel the same way with Paris. Like if, if I was famous, and when I am famous. When and post, we are famous from the Space yeah, like, Podcast Empire. If I post something about my baby and there are literal headlines about people making fun of her, I'm never posting her again. To, you know like, I mean? protect her. Right. But instead, we have an entire reality TV season built around Paris's kid. Like, that's the A story. You know? Right. And it's like he's still in, like, burrito age in the show. And it's just, it's all head. It's, it's like, wouldn't you? He literally looks like your microphone. She just, she just keeps, she keeps posting him <laughs> and she's putting hats on him. And it's like, Paris, don't, Paris, put if you're hats buying on an him. adult hat for your baby, you're not helping the, the, make the and point. Like, get the camera off him. Don't, what, why are you camera still posting? Why are you still posting him? Oh, like, the other thing too. Are disgusting. Why are you doing this? Speaking of which, the big headline today was like, Chloe Kardashian debuts new hair color. And it's like, I'm just so embarrassed for her because it's like, it's the same as Kim's like new hair color from two years ago. And it's just like, Chloe, like, just end it. Just go, just you go be a nanny. No, there's, there's only so many hair colors. It's just like not news. I just, I'm so, yeah, we need some news guys. Do yeah, something fucked up fault. celebs. Come on. Yeah. True. It's true, true. Slow okay. news week. It's everybody's fault. It's slow news week. Sorry, Chloe. <laughs> okay. All right. Join the Patreon, everyone. Bye. Patreon.com slash space trash podcast. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.